Welcome, everybody, to the Hot and Cold Fantasy Football Podcast. It is your host, Grant Horch, alongside my friend, co-host, and fantasy football analyst, Alex Kreitzer. Alex, what is up with you? How was your weekend? I'm doing good, Grant. Excited to get into our top 25 way-too-early running back rankings. I know, guys. we got a jam-packed show for you. Go follow us on all the socials, TikTok, the Hot and Cold, FF, Instagram, FF underscore Hot underscore Cold, and on Twitter at the Hot and Cold Fantasy Football Podcast. But to start off on a sad note, Tiger Woods has been hospitalized in a car accident, undergoing surgery. Um, it's sad, sad. I was very sad when I saw this news. Um, Alex, you want to say something real quick about that? Yeah, it's a real bummer. As a diehard football fan, you really respect all athletes that, you know, emergencies happen to. Yep. Guys, this is breaking news that uh, happened a few days back. Alex and I were not able to cover it on the podcast because the news didn't go in yet. Um, Carson Wentz is now a member of the Indianapolis Colts. He will be their starting quarterback. The Colts gave up a third-round pick and a conditional second-rounder that can move up to a first-rounder. Um, it's for sure breaking news. Alex, do you, what do you think about the smooth for Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts? I said it last week on the podcast I wanted to go to Indianapolis and not Chicago, so I was very relieved as the Chicago Bears fan that we did not get him. Very happy about that. Um, I'm a little worried about his weapons there. I don't know how great he's going to be for fantasy, but – you know, free agency hasn't happened yet. The Colts still have some room, especially some cap room, to see if they're able to bring in any to bring in any free agents. Michael Pittman's there, so we'll see how that plays out. Alex, what did you think of the move for both sides? Um, I'll start with explaining the Eagles. Actually, I think it's a actually a pretty good deal with the Eagles. They were done with him. They've Jalen Hurts, who has so much potential, in my opinion, a huge fantasy quarterback in the future. Um, and they got, you know, a third, in my opinion, a first-rounder. The rule is 70%. He is on the field for 70% of the snaps, and they make the playoffs. And unless he gets hurt, I don't see how that doesn't happen. They're going to make the playoffs. They made it last season, and I think Wentz is better. And they're going to get a free agent wide receiver. And I think Wentz has everything he needs. He's going to have the best O-line. He's going to have, in my opinion, maybe the best running back this season. And he's going to get another receiver to go along with Pittman. Um, maybe they re-sign Hilton as well, and Trey Burton, even Naeem Hines. He's really underrated and solid. So I, I think I think this is a good deal for both teams. I hate the narrative that you have to like. There's a winner of the trade. Both teams won the trade. The Eagles got what they're looking for. Get rid of his contract, not his contract, but you know, yeah, basically get rid of his contract, um, and get as much picks as you can get. But what I find silly is that the Eagles said that they're gonna bring in another guy for competition with Hurts. Why couldn't that be Wentz? I don't know. Uh, if they if they draft someone with that sixth pick, I believe, in the draft, they would be so dumb. Or if they even draft someone second round, what do you think about that, Grant? I don't know what Philadelphia is going to do because I can see them bringing in a veteran, um, whether it be them getting Nick Foles back, not to compete for the job, that, but just to know that if you mess up or anything, you can always count on this guy, but this guy, this guy is capable of taking that starting role whether it be Nick Foles, another backup. I don't know. It's hard for me to think of them off of the top of my head, but I wouldn't be surprised if not necessarily a QB competition, but just, uh, hey, you know, we had a good backup and we're not afraid to start. And maybe Cam Newton, um, we'll see how it all plays out. 
Philadelphia is going to have a whole different team this year. Alex and I, um, in a couple weeks before the draft, are going to talk about the prospects and where we want to see them land. Um, but I do think Philadelphia needs to get um, Michael Parsons if they can. I don't know if they need a receiver. We're going to see if that happens. I said I want to see Chris Godwin go to the Eagles, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, let's go. Today was the first day of franchise tag and, tra- and transition tags. Just some players to watch out for that could get franchise tags and that probably will. Uh, Chris Godwin, Kenny Galladay, Justin Simmons, Dak Prescott, um, Taylor Morton. Taylor Morton, the Panthers tackle. Those are some no-brainers. Um, I know that the Lions do want to franchise tag Galladay, so we're going to see if Galladay stays. Um, Chris Godwin said today on the Pat McAfee show that he wants to stay in Tampa, but, but he also wants to get paid. Chris Godwin only made $2 million this year because it was, he was on his rookie contract. Um, those are some players who just started today, so Alex and I will be keeping you guys updated throughout the episodes and maybe throughout the episode today uh, of who gets franchise tax and who doesn't. If the Cowboys made it clear, if they don't have a deal with Dak done by March 9th, they will be franchise tagging him. Just crazy to see, think that Dak would be making $80 million in just two years, both on franchise tax. The situation kind of reminds me of Kirk Cousins, but I think if they franchise tag Dak, that he's gone after this season. Uh, Alex, let's get into our way too early uh, running back rankings. This is always very fun because arguably, and I think so, uh, the running back position is the best position in fantasy football. Um, so I'm going to start off with, we're doing top 25. I am including rookies in this, but obviously it's all conditional. And this is, again, guys, this is way too early rankings. This is going to change for sure. So at 25, I'm starting off with Kareem Hunt. He's the best backup running back in the league. I don't even consider him really a backup running back just because he does do so much for them. Uh, the past few seasons, the past two seasons, he's averaged a He's averaged 13 fantasy points around there. Uh, is Cleveland's backup running back. He does a lot out of the passing game. But all these other guys that I'm naming ahead of him will be starting running backs. So I like their role more. So, Alex, I'm going Kareem Hunt at 25. Yeah, I like it. Um, 25, I got Kenyon Drake. I know this may seem very low considering he was the RB14 this year. If he re-signs with Arizona, I think that they use um, Chase Edmonds a lot more and – um, I just see age starting to hit him. He's um, let's see how old he is, but he there's a chance he signs with like the Jets or like a team with a terrible offense or the Steelers. So I I don't love him. Let me check his age. He's 27 years old. That's around the age where these guys slow down. I see him slowing down this season. He didn't look that great. Just got a lot of touchdowns this season. So not a fan of him. But 25, 24. I'm gonna go Najee Harris. Um, this guy's one of the top running back prospects, if not the top running back pro, uh, prospect. You guys were able to see what he did in the national championship game and, and also some of the other bowl games. I really like this guy. I think that this guy is a perfect fit to be your fantasy running back with all these hurdles that this guy does. He can run and he can uh, catch um, out of the backfield. I like his. I like that he's able to get a lot of touchdowns. So I have Nash Harris at 24, wherever he lands. Um, that team will be lucky to have him. Yeah. Number 24, I got MG3, Melvin Gordon. Um, if he, yeah, He's going to be with the Broncos. Yes, they might have Lindsey gone. They're going to bring in another back. I think there's a good chance he's just a third down back next season. Uh, he's turning 27. He's going to get his goal line. It's a similar situation with Kenny Drake. He's an RB1. That's the only reason. But I just don't think he's going to be very good. 
Speaking of Melvin Gordon, I'm going with him at 23. This this situation really depends on what Lindsey Lindsay, what Lindsay decides to do, if he stays, if he leaves. I hope he leaves. Melvin Gordon had a good season last year. People are surprised. He, as he finishes the top 20 running back. Could be top 15. Don't know for sure about that. Very consistent towards the end. Denver, Denver doesn't have a bad line. It's pretty good. I hope Philip Lindsay leaves. I think this could be this could be the last year of Melvin Gordon being a really solid RB2. Alex, who do you have at 23? 23, I got Kareem Hunt. Like you said, uh, there's no way he finishes 23. It's going to be above due to injuries. But all the guys that have him ahead of him are no doubt RB1s. And I, I can't put him over all these RB1s. Head of him to 23, I got Kareem Hunt. 22, I'm going Travis Etienne. Um, I want to see him go to the Jets. Um, if he goes there, I think it would be great. Um, kind of like a Saquon role, too. You know, New York loves a good running back. Both New York teams um, who have a lot of hype and who have a lot of volume, and that's what fantasy managers love. Uh, I think this guy could be a great player in the league for a long time. I'm going to go Travis Etienne at 22. 22. I know this might actually seem a little too low, but I got Miles Gaskin. I don't exactly trust that Tua is going to perform well enough for him to succeed next season. And I do – Miami likes to kind of run a committee, so I don't necessarily trust him as a good RB2, but I like him as around the 22 slot. 21, I'm going to go Miles Gaskin. I love Miles Gaskin. I think that yeah. so many people are going to sleep on him sleep on him next year, and I think this guy could be a top 10 back. The reason why that I have him at 21, which I don't want him at 21, I'm hearing all, this, all these rumors that Aaron Jones for the Dolphins, that's yeah. the best fit for him. And it's all over social media, and that that has to do with, like, the Dolphins must be really evaluating what Ga- Miles Gaskin is for them. Do they need to bring another guy? Because I want to see Aaron Jones go to Atlanta. But if Miles Gaskin goes to Atlanta, or not, not Atlanta, Alex, if Aaron Jones goes to Miami, what is Miles Gaskin? And that's the question we're going to have to ask ourselves. I'm worried that they're going to bring another back. At the moment, there's nobody yet, but I'm very worried about that situation. So I'm going to go Miles Gaskin at 21. But, guys, if they don't sign someone in free agency, that guy will be moving up on my board. Yeah, I like that a lot, too. We're big fans of Miles Gaskin. 21. Um, like you said, I got Najee Harris. I love Najee Harris. My opinion, he's the no question best running back of that class. I know he was on Bama with that offense and that offensive line, but still, he looks really good, really shifty, and good receiving back as well. Uh, I want to see him go to like Pittsburgh, New York, a team that needs a running back. Um, and I think he could be a solid uh, low end RB two. Uh, for number. 20, I'm going to go Joe Mixon. Now, mm. I really hope Zach Taylor gets fired, not going to lie, because ever since Zach Taylor has taken over as the Bengals head coach, Joe Mixon really hasn't produced. They haven't been running the ball as much. They've been more of a pass-heavy offense. You know, not this, not last season. The season before that, Joe Mixon um, was very disappointed. This guy was going second, third round. And same thing this year. He was very disappointing, in my opinion. Uh, he actually missed six, seven games. It was a big shock there. Um, as long as Zach Taylor's head coach, I will never take Joe Mixon in any fantasy leagues. Who's your 20, Alex? Yeah, I'm very anti-Mixon again, but I got him a little higher than that. 20, this this guy is being, like, top 10. I don't see it with his new quarterback. I got DeAndre Swift. With his new quarterback, I know Jared Goff is known. You know, he had Todd Gurley. He had um, Akers. But I don't think that has anything to do with Goff. 
Um, the Detroit system is just so bad. I don't love their head coach. I don't love golf. There's nothing that really excites me about him and the team. So 20, I got Swift. 19, this is a tough one for me, but since the running back position is so deep this year and it's only, it's only going to keep getting deeper, um, I'm going to go with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Now, this guy was, might have, was probably going to finish off as somewhere around top 13. Um, he was going to finish around top 13 this year if he didn't get hurt. I'm just worried about this guy. The Chiefs pass the ball too much, and if the running back position keep getting deeper and deeper, I think this guy is going to fall to 19 out to do a. Oh, I, I hate to say this. This is like a crime for me. I'm known for being the biggest fan of this guy. I bet you guessed it. David Montgomery. I hate put him at 19. I don't even want to explain it, but I got to. Um, I don't necessarily trust that the Bears are going to make the right decision for the quarterback. And I just think teams will just know if we stop the run, we win this game. Um, their offensive line just is really inconsistent. And he really only performed last season against bad defenses. So I don't necessarily trust him. He's going to go way too early next season, in my opinion. I'm definitely avoiding David Montgomery, even though I love that guy. 19, David Montgomery. Yeah, I know. People are really going to overdraft on him. And I think people are overdraft on Robert Tonian. But when we get to our way too early tight ends in a few weeks, um, just know that I will have something to say about him. 18. Um, as much as it hurts to say, I'm going to go Antonio Gibson. I'm not necessarily sold on this guy. Um, he, he did have a good fantasy season. He shocked everybody. But I'm still not 100% sold on this guy. I need to see what they do with Brandon Shara. Um, and that's really going to determine if, if, if he goes up or down on my list. Alex, who do you have at 18? Well, first of all, I actually forgot about Antonio Gibson. I'm not going to, like, squeeze him in there. I'm just going to put him as an honorable mention. I agree with you. I don't necessarily trust him. They really use J.D. McKissick, but there's definitely a good chance with his receiving ability that he become top 15. But 18, this, another guy that's getting a little too overhyped in my opinion, J.K. Dobbins. The only thing that I, I love J.K. Dobbins, I think he is the third best running back from his class. The only thing that scares me is he's splitting with Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson. He's he's splitting with three guys that get rush yards. Um, He's going to struggle at the goal line with Gus Edwards there and Lamar Jackson's running ability. Um, and I don't necessarily trust him as an RB1, as a lot of people are saying. So, But I do trust him as a solid RB2. I, w- I would take him if he fell fourth round, but a- anything besides that, I'm going to pass on him. 17, I'm going to go with Monty. As much as I hate to say it, it's literally the same exact reason what Alex had. Alex, you're going at 17. Chris Carson at 17. Um, I know they said that they're going to be in more of a running running team and they're going to shop for O-line in the offseason due to Russell Wilson's demands. But he's really struggled staying on the field. And, again, they're, I can't really – we can't necessarily just assume that they're going to get in a, a two good offensive linemen for him. And then, again, they're also really have pass-heavy offense. But I got him at 17 because a high-powered offense like Seattle – the running back's going to get involved a little bit. And Chris Carson is top 15 talent, in my opinion. That's interesting. Real quick, my two honorable mentions are Chris Carson and Marlon Mack. Um, 16, I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins. Uh, I think this guy could really move up on my list, similar to with Antonio Gibson, but he can also really move down. 
Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going to happen with Orlando <laughs> Brown Jr. He apparently requested a trade if he does if he does not get moved to right tackle or to left tackle. And they do have Ronnie Saylor. Orlando Brown Jr. is a great tackle. Uh, he's a big reason why J.K. Dobbins did so did so good this season. He was able to bounce out to the right side or bounce out to the left side. Um, which so I'm very worried about that to be honest with you. But the thing about J.K. Dobbins is he does score a lot of touchdowns. He had like a touchdown in seven mm-hmm. straight games, yeah. something like that. And you love to see that in fantasy. Um, Alex, who are you going at sixteen? Sixteen. I got Clyde again. The only reason I have him this low is because how much of a pass heavy offense are they're gonna get? Hill, Hill, and Kelsey both had over like fifteen touchdowns. A lot of those in the red zone. So. I don't trust him to get a lot of touchdowns, but 16 is still pretty solid. Um, I don't know what Damian, Harris, Damian Williams' contract is, but he could be coming back. And, again, the the Chiefs have been, since Mahomes has been the quarterback, have been really inconsistent with the running back, so I can't put them any higher than 16. 15. Alec, you're going to hate this, I think. I'm going to go Cam Akers. Mm. This guy can move up. This guy can move up on my list, and he, he will move up on my list. He will move up on my list, but eventually. But we are in a way too early stage. They're not going to be running the ball as much just because they're not going to be leaning on the run as much. He's not going to be having 150 yards a game like he was before. They're not going to be running it 30 times a game like they were with Jared Dobb. You're working with a whole different type of quarterback. Matthew Stafford, they'll trust to pass him a lot more to pass with him a lot more. So right now he is at 15. I think he will move up, but I do think it's at the same time. It's also good reasoning why I have him there. 15. Wow. You, there? You, you guys are going to like where I have acres 15. I got Joe Mixon. He is top 10 talent. Can't go wrong with that. And he's and he, and then they're feeding him the ball a bunch. He's going to be getting over 15 touches, but I don't necessarily trust Joe Burrow. We're definitely going to talk about that later in the season. I uh, don't trust Zach Taylor. Like you said, and I don't really, I know they might get Panay. But I still don't trust that O line, and the only reason I have this high is because of how talented he is. At at what are we at fourteen? At fourteen, I'm gonna go with DeAndre Swift here. Um, I want to see them lean on the run a little bit, and I think they will lean on the run. I think the Rams are kind of gonna do not the Rams. I think the Lions are are gonna see what see how the Rams were successful with golf when they ran the ball a lot. So I think that they're really going to lead on DeAndre Swift. And the Lions have a very underrated line there. They have a good old line. They have Frank Ragno, Taylor Decker. Um, I, I like their line. So I got DeAndre Swift at 14. This one may seem like a crime. A lot of, I think you're going to have him top 10. Austin Eckler. I don't know. You know, he has that PPR bonus, which I love. But he doesn't score touchdowns. He doesn't. Um, He's not there on the goal line. And I, for fantasy, two things – Probably three main things. I think it goes touchdowns one, receptions two, yards three. They're like really what you're looking for in a running back. And he really only nails one slash two of them. So I don't trust in top 10. But with him, you know, has that floor of nine points plus like 50 yards. He's usually going to get around eight, nine catches and at least 60 yards. He has that floor of like 14 most likely, which I love about him. But I don't necessarily trust them to score. And at the end of the day, touchdowns is what you know makes or breaks a fantasy running back. Uh, at thirteen, I'm gonna go with Austin Eckler here, mm, Alex. Yeah. Literally the same exact reason. I'm worried. You mentioned this on the show last week. What if they bring in that third down running? Or you said Austin Eckler is a third down running back. What if they were to bring in Marlon? Now? Yeah. What if they were to bring in a guy that's that's not that expensive, like Carlos Hyde? 
Um, I don't see them bringing in Philip Lindsay. I don't see them bringing in Chris Carson. But, guys, honestly, I'm having a tough decision right now. Just I, I had Chris Carson as my honorable mention, but I don't know where I'd rank him. Because right now, if you if it's hard to, to, to get a big deal as a running back when you're when you're good, not great. Um, it's happening with Aaron Jones. People are hesitant to signing him to a huge deal too. So I think that with Chris Carson, it's also a little bit up in the air. So I'm going to go Austin Eckler um, at 13. He can move up. He can move down. But I'm a little bit worried about him. Yeah, like you said with um with um Aaron Jones, I get Aaron Jones at 13. Um, he's not going to be a Packer, I don't think. He's probably going to be a lot like Joe Mixon on, like, the Jets or the Falcons. Um, It's just going to be a uh, big time, a lot of touches, and he's going to get drafted to a early and bust. But I have him this high just because, then again, he's probably top seven talent in my opinion. And then again, talent plus touches rarely goes wrong. If he can stay on the field, I could definitely see him finishing as a low-end RB1. At 12, I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. Now, what if the Raiders were to bring in, um, let's just say, Gus Edwards, for example. He is a restricted free agent. Now, we can see what happens with him. Um, I hope he doesn't stay in Baltimore. Or let's say they bring in Philip Lindsay. Let's, th- let's say they can bring in something that really pass- that can really catch out of the backfield. Or a guy like Marlon Mack. Like I said, we don't know this, what's going to happen with the situation with Josh Jacobs. Could he get suspended? But this guy might have off-the-field problems. I'm worried about drafting a guy like Josh Jacobs. That's just me. So I'm going to put Josh Jacobs at 12. But I, I don't really see him moving up. Here. Yeah, I also forgot about Josh Jacobs. But I agree, 12 is the perfect spot. I'm going to do Josh Jacobs slash Miles Sanders. Then again, Josh Jacobs is not, in my opinion, a top 15 running back. I don't think he's that skilled. But he has that O-line. He's getting around 20 touches a game. And you can't really go wrong with that. Miles Sanders. Um, the only thing that scares me is the fact that Hertz is be, is going to be getting like 15 rushes a game. But Miles Sanders is so talented. He's been one of the most efficient running backs ever since he's been in the league. And and they really love him, Philadelphia. So I like him as a low-end RB1. Um, at number 11, I'm going to go with Aaron Jones. Um, like I said, with Chris Carson, we don't really know the free agent running back market right now. Um, I don't know. If, I don't think Aaron Jones is a good eight million a year. I said I want to see him in Atlanta, but you know he still has Julio and Ridley there. That O line is not great. They really need to fix that O line. But um, unless Aaron Jones gets a really, really good landing spot, I can't see him break in top ten. All right, this one is a crime. Saquon Barkley at eleven, probably most talented running back in the league. Saquon Barkley for me is either finishing one or one hundred. He's either going to get injured again or will finish one, or he's just very hesitant to make jukes due to his ACL injury and just really struggles. I am never taking a running back after tearing his ACL. I will say Juan Barkley will not be on my fantasy team. Um, if I really had to guess, I would leave him out of the top 25 just because I really think that dude's going to get hurt or just not be the same running back. So, 11, I got, just because I think there was a solid chance he could finish his one, I have to put him at 11. 10, I'm going to go with James Robinson. Um, I love this guy. I love this guy. Um, he could totally change. Like I said, it's way too early rankings, but Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback there. I don't think they'll need to run the ball as much. Um, so I'm going to go with 
James Robinson at 10. 10, I got King Henry. Um, I'm surprised I haven't heard him from you. I know you're doubting him as well. I wouldn't be surprised if he's next. Um, I really question a dude that's getting 25. I know he's been really consistent over his career at staying healthy, but there's a great chance he gets hurt due to all the carries he's getting. And I just I, I, I just think he's going to slow down this year. Um, after back-to-back seasons over, I don't know, being the leading rusher, your regression is going to come. Um, it's just a question about how much regression. But then again, I, I'm, I, he, Saquon Barkley will not be on my team. If I can get Henry, you know, late first round or early second, I wouldn't pass on him. Um, he's been really consistent on staying on the field. So, Dan, I got King Henry. Nah, I'm going to go with King Henry. Yeah. Um, I'm not banking on him getting injured. That I think he's only going to move back. I mean, there's no way this guy is moving up. I think he will move back. Um, Alex and I will do more mocks later, but I think he's – I'm going to keep him at nine for right now. Um, he As long as he doesn't get hurt, he's going to get he's gonna get the carries. Um, so I do I, – as of right now, I see him breaking the top ten, but there's a 85% chance right now that I change him. Uh, Alex, nine. nine. I got James Robinson, the stud. Um, Again, with T-Law coming in, that's definitely going to help. But I do think we see a regression, and they'd be so dumb, so dumb if they didn't bring in a running back. Um, the the dude, you can't play sixteen games a season, getting the volume that he got. You know, there's a reason he got hurt week fourteen. The dude was just done. His body could not handle it after three and a half months. So if they don't bring in another running back, you're gonna see him get hurt. That's for sure. But if they can bring in another running back for him to work with. Maybe that means less points for the game he plays, but for the long term, I love it. I love him as a late first rounder, um, or and a, and a solid RB one, James Robinson. This is a tough one, guys. Not gonna lie. Number eight, I'm gonna go for Nick Chubb. Hmm. Um, Kareem Hunt still scares me so much. Just having him in the back of my mind. And to be honest, the the eight guys I have or the seven guys I have in front of him, I just like better this year. Who do you have at eight? Damn. I hate people doubting my boy Chubb. Eight, my favorite player, or like my known favorite fantasy player, Cam Akers. I love this dude. With Stafford coming in, that's gonna be so great for him. You know, at the end of the day, touchdowns again is what matters, and Stafford's gonna move that offense amazingly. And like I said, they're not going to adapt to Stafford. Stafford's going to adapt to them. So they're going to do their run-heavy play-action offense like they have ever since Jared Goff and Sean McVay have been part of the team. So Cam Hakers is going to eat. And, you know, Matt Stafford is – he's everything. And you're going to see Akers get more receptions, more yards, and – there were games where the dude got like 25 carries. I'm so excited for the season. The Acres, I would 100% take a mid-second round. His ADP will probably be around 25-30. I wouldn't be surprised if Acres is definitely on a few of my teams. Number seven. Um, I want to talk about this real quick. You learn that Dak Prescott will not be a Dallas Cowboys if they sign him and then they trade him. They do a signing trade. Um I don't see that happening, and that means that um, Ezekiel Elliott 
will be back with Dak Prescott. I love that duo. Um, I think Zeke needs to get him shape, but I always think that they know now that they can have, they have Tony Pollard there that they they that Zeke can just be their power runner, that and that they can when they need to pass the ball on third down or something that Pollard will be in there. So I don't think Zeke's gonna be getting as many catches out of the backfield, which makes him drop down to seven for me. Alex, who do you have at seven? Seven, I get AJ Dillon. I love AJ Dillon. I think even if Jamal, I know I'm pretty sure Aaron Jones leaves. If Aaron Jones is on the team, I don't even like him top fifty, but. If Aaron Jones leaves, Jamal Williams can stay. AJ Dillon is going to be the RB one. That might be that might not be said before the season, but if if Williams and Jones leaves, this dude is a top eight lock. With Lindsey and Jenkins leading the way in the middle, he's just going to be a tank. And the Packers have really become. I know Aaron Rodgers was the best quarterback this season. They were kind of a run heavy offense. You know, Rodgers didn't get that many yards. He just kind of ate in the red zone which could lack touchdowns for A.J. Dillon. But I love this kid. I loved him ever since he got drafted. And I like A.J. Dillon as a solid RB1. And I, what I'm looking forward to as an A.J. Dillon fan is that Jamal Williams does resign, and I can get him, you know, five rounds later than he would go. Um, A.J. Dillon kind of reminds me of the Eddie Lacy type of guy. But I don't see Aaron Jones staying a Packer, but there are some recent reports that they could franchise tag him. That's why uh, A.J. Dillon is not in my top 20. Number six, I'm going to go with Jonathan Taylor. Um, he finished very – I know he finished – he finished is he had a great rookie season, the best rookie season out of all the running backs. Um, I just don't know how he's going to do with Wentz. What if they get a, a free agent wideout? I don't know how Wentz is going to – do with him because Wentz is not the type of the guy of type of guy that leans on the run. So I think him and Frank Wright are both going to have to adapt to each other, even though they've already worked together. Um, so we're going to see what happens though. I got Jonathan Taylor at six. Alan, six. I got Alvin Kamara. Um, he's been the best, one of the best fantasy running backs over the past four years. Um, what scares me is you know if Drew Brees stays, you know. You could look at that as a good thing. You know, he loves to dump it down to him. But I kind of look at this as a bad thing. James Wentz, I mean, Drew Brees is not great anymore. But if he does stay, he's going to get that PPR. If James Winston is the quarterback, I like him as top five like around the area that I have him because he's going to lead that offense. He's going to be great if he starts, in my opinion. And if Taysom Hill there, I have him barely top 15. So, I think all those kind of factor out into six. So I think Kamara is going to be a solid RB1, and I would definitely take him late, mid-first round. This pick I have for number five leads me to my hot take Tuesday. And my hot take Tuesday is that Miles Sanders will finish as a top Mm. five PPR fantasy football running back. Um, When he had Jalen Hurts for those few games, he played great. He was averaging over 18 fantasy points. He was getting in the end zone. He had a great game against Dallas. He played good against Arizona. And he put up 30-plus fantasy points against against, um, New Orleans, which does have a great run defense. Um, I really like Miles Sanders of Jalen Hurts, assuming Jalen Hurts is the quarterback. Jalen Hurts really leaned on him, which Carson Wentz didn't do. Um, Yes, it's a completely different system with Nick Sariani. Nick Sirianni calling the plays, but I think Jalen Hurts will lead on Miles Sanders. I have Miles Sanders at number five. Alex, yeah, five. Right? I got Zeke the freak. Um, I think I would swap. Looking back at, it, I probably would swap him and Kamara. Put him at six. 
Um, I think their motto this season is just going to be feed Zeke. Zach coming, uh, Dak coming back from that injury. They're gonna not. They're gonna try to rely on the run game a little bit more this year, hoping they get all that O line back. You can't really go wrong with Zeke. He was. It's not that he wasn't. It's not that he lost his juice the second half of the season. It was they had no O line and no quarterback. Um, if they could, can get all that back, I love him as an RB one. My only fear is if I am drafting Zeke, I am reaching the heck out of Tony Pollard. I would take him eighth round, and I he I he will sit on my bench till week sixteen if I have to. Um, I need Tony Pollard because I think if Zeke struggles, you know. Two out of the first five weeks, they're not going to be afraid to say, Tony Pollard, it's your turn to show them what you got. But I love Zeke as a solid RB1 next season. I like that. I like that. Number four, I'm going Kamara. Um, I don't think Taysom Hill will be the quarterback next season of the Saints. Uh, I, th- I think they did that experiment. Like you talked about, Alex, they don't want they didn't want anybody signing Jameis Winston, but I also think that they did want to do an experiment on Taysom Hill to see what he really is. Um, I don't. He didn't play bad at all. I just don't think that he proved that he can be their starting quarterback, or he he can't be what he can't be what quarterbacks are now. Um, I think the Saints still love him. I think he'll still be on the team. I just don't think he'll be the starting quarterback. I do think it'll either be Jameis Winston or someone else. But if if, if it is Jameis Winston, I love Alan Kamara right now. So that's why I have him at the four. He could really only move up for me. But if Taysom Hill is the quarterback, he will be moved down, so I have Alvin Kamara at number four. Four, I got Nick Chubb. Can't go wrong with the best O-line in the NFL and an amazing quarterback next season I'm hoping for. Uh, yes, the only reason I probably don't have him won um, is the fact that Kareem Hunt is still there. It's always something to worry about, but I love Nick Chubb next season. I like that. I like that. Number three, I'm going to go with Dalvin Cook right now. Uh, everybody's saying don't sleep on Minnesota. Uh, I hope they do bad, but I know Dalvin Cook's gonna have a good season. Uh, I hope I know that Dalvin Cook will have a good season, um, assuming he doesn't any assuming any injuries don't pop up. So I'm gonna go Dalvin Cook at number three. Alex yeah, number three. I also have Chef Cook. Uh, I, I might he might end up being one for me. Um, he finished as I think him, Henry, and Kamara all kind of finished around the same numbers, and that was with the banged up, terrible O line. And with the terrible defense, their defense could keep them with getting, um, with getting Michael Pierce back, with getting what's his name, the outside linebacker. Help me uh, out. for the edge rusher. What's his name? Vikings. Oh, Denny Hunter. Hunter. And I, I just think the defense could keep him in games. And Cook is top five talent for sure. Three for now, but he, boys, he catching up to my top two. Same number two. I'm gonna go with C Mac. Mm, uh, thing with C Mac is that he played great this season whenever he played. And that was very interesting to watch. Everybody's saying, oh, he was the bust. He was the bust in the fact he didn't play any games, but when he played, he played great. He played that he played like that number one running back. Two things. One, I think there'll be a new quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. And I also do think that Deshaun Lappin will be the quarterback of the Carolina Panthers. And there are some recent reports that the Carolina Panthers will go all out for him. Right now, guys, they're looking like the number one candidate to get him. They're sneaky, and people still think it's like Miami, but I think it's Carolina, and I think people are starting to catch on to the idea of Watson going to Carolina is a possibility. So I'm, and the reason why I have him at two is because 
I think that they'll be passing the ball a lot more to Sean Watson. I don't think they'll be leaning on the run as much just because you have top three quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Um, I think they'll be scrambling a lot more. So I, I, but I still think McCaffrey will get his fair share, but um, not to the extent that Saquon will be getting at one, but we'll just talk about Alex. At number yeah, two, I also have C-Mac. Um, first, I'll talk about if Watson's quarterback, then I'll talk about if he's not. If Watson's a quarterback, people don't realize this. He loves to dump it down to the running back. Um, There's a few games where David Johnson, David Johnson got over 10 catches. Imagine what, what um, Chris McCaffrey would get. Um, so I love Chris McCaffrey. And then that also, you know, the defense knows they can't just shut down McCaffrey. Now they have to shut down the pass game as well. So let's say they don't get to Sean Watson, they Bridgewater or a rookie. He's still going to be great. He's going to be the rookie or Bridgewater's handcuff all season. And when he played, he played so good. The dude is top one talent, in my opinion. So I love Saquon, or not Saquon Buckley, um, Christian McCaffrey as the one pick in next season. Number one, I'm going to go Saquon. Like Joe Judge told him the second he tore his ACL against Chicago when he was on the field laying down, he goes, it's going to be a hell of a story. And, it's, and it will be. Like Alex said, Saquon's either going to be 100 or 1. I believe he'll be 1 this year. I think he's going to come back better than ever. I don't think he's going to come back player of the year, though. I think that'll be between Carson Wentz and Dak Prescott. But I have Saquon Barkley at number 1. Who's your one, number 1? I don't know if you realize yet. I haven't said him yet. I got Jonathan Taylor, my one of my favorites. Him, Akers, Montgomery, my three favorites. I love Jonathan Taylor. I've been watching this kid for like five years now. I loved him in college. I love him now. He looked you know, confidence is a thing. Right when that dude got his confidence, he started balling out. And his confidence is through the roof right now, how he finished last season. <coughs> Bless you. Um, Thank you. He is extremely talented, as talented as Saquon Barkley, as talented as Chris McCaffrey, I believe. And with that O-line and with Carson Wentz, who I think is going to be a really solid quarterback, and they're going to bring in a big-name wide receiver, I believe, it, Jonathan Taylor's going to go off. That's all I got to say. Yeah. I like that. I like that pick, guys. As always, go follow us on all the socials. Pick back the hot and cold FF. Instagram, FF underscore hot underscore cold. And on Twitter, at the hot and cold fantasy football podcast. Alex and I will be trying to post more on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, we've just been really busy lately, but we'll try to get that um, going. Uh, guys, go tell a friend to tell a 